What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens play the clock and there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today I'm joined by two of my favorite podcasters, Lindsay and Marshall from Tumble Science Podcast for Kids. Hello. Hello. Do you prefer just Tumble? Yeah, we do. No, it doesn't... And Tumble Science Podcast for it Kids. It works so because it, people know how to find there it. There you go. Yeah. So I'm just being descriptive and thorough. Yeah. <laughs> because I really want people to know about your show. I love it. And they're going to tell us all about Tumble at the end of the show. However, we should probably just get right into our question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Well, we have a question from Andrew. Hi, my name is Andrew. And I'm eight years old. And I live in, don't, I used to live in Germany, but now I live in Virginia. My question was, what would happen if there was no moon? Andrew, that is such an awesome question for science and for What If World, right? Andrew, we want to give you a what if story, and then you're going to be able to go to Tumble and listen to a scientific explanation with their own awesome charm when you go over to Tumble. But why don't we get right into that story, huh? Yes. Yes. <laughs> It sounds amazing. <laughs> what if there was no moon? Once upon a time, there was a dad who loved listening to science podcasts. And his favorite was Tumble. He had just finished listening to an episode over his morning coffee about there being no more moon. That was quite the episode. Wouldn't you say, Morshwarf? Lornzy? Well, yes, Dad. That was quite the episode. I thought it was quite interesting. I think it would be pretty great not having a moon. They're saying the days would be shorter. That means less work for me, right? That means less work for everyone. No No moon! No homework! Boo moon! (laughs) No more of those surfers riding their tides, shouting cowabunga and whatnot. (laughs) Hey, why don't we just tell this moon to Amsgray? What do you say, Morshwarf? Lornzy? Yeah! Yeah! Hey, Moon, you get out of here. Come on, Moon, no one wants you here. I've got a moon for you. We don't need your light bright. <laughs> now, Morshwarf and Lornzy didn't really expect for anything to happen when they taunted the moon, but they were surprised to see it suddenly slip out of orbit. It was one of those days where the morning moon was just ever so slightly shining in the sky, and it got farther and farther away until they couldn't see it anymore. Huh. That was surprisingly effective. Just then, Lornzy and Morshworth's mom walked right in to get them ready for school. All right, kids, it's time to go to school. 
Honey, I'm not sure if we all need to head to school anymore. Have you noticed there's no moon? That kind of changes the whole structure of the day, right? Oh my god. As a stay-at-home astronomer, I am shocked, surprised, and somewhat interested and curious about what's happening right now. Yeah, well... How did this happen? Did you guys see anything? I was getting dressed. It was Morshworth's idea. Morshworth, what did you do? We we sort of yelled at the moon and called it bad names. You really need to be getting to school, moon or no moon. But, but, but mom, it's... it's, No buts. But, but... but, No, go to school, learn some things, come back home later. Okay. Hey, but if the day is only going to be six hours long, that means dinner's in two hours. So we'll all be home soon, right? Oh, well, I guess that's okay. I better get cooking and looking through my telescope. I'm a stay-at-home astronomer, if you all didn't know. So the kids begrudgingly headed off to school and let their mom keep studying astronomy and, and figure out what was going on with the moon. When they got there, their principal was quite upset with them. Lorenzi and Mershworth, I am very disappointed with you. This is your fifth time late to school today. It wasn't our fault. Yeah, it wasn't our fault. I don't care. I don't want to hear any more excuses. The kids noticed it was already getting so cold out, even though it was supposed to be the middle of the day in springtime. Looks like we might have a snow day, children. Better go home. And just like that, the kids were headed home from school. Meanwhile, their dad was just getting to his job after tons of morning traffic. Oh, hi, boss. Sorry I'm late. You have already missed half the day. How are you supposed to get any work done? Well, it's just the days are a lot shorter now with no moon, but that didn't change the amount of traffic, so... It doesn't change the amount of work you have to do either. Uh, I'll do better next time. Well, if you want to get home before the day is over, you'll have to leave now. First you were mad at me for not getting to work on time, and now you're telling me to go home early? It's just... it's just rational. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, see ya. The kids were rushing home, but the sky kept getting darker, and the world kept getting colder. There were owls out, hooting at roosters. Cock-a-doodle! Night? No! What's happening? It's night! It's night! That's still day, right? It's only been three hours! It's my turn to be noisy, it's dark! Surfers were sitting on boards that wouldn't move in the ocean because there were no waves. Bro, what's wrong with this ocean? Bro. I don't know. Maybe we should just sit around on boards for another hour. Like a wave will show up or something. Oh, maybe if we wait, yeah. Totally. But, like, my tootsies are totally frozen. I think we should just stay waiting for some waves and maybe it'll warm up. And the kids ran by a werewolf, looking up in the night sky in utter confusion. Where's the moon? How am I going to get back to human form? At least you weren't a were-cantaloupe. Just stuck here like a big old melon. <laughs> you know who's really at the bottom of the totem pole here is is the were-dung beetle. <laughs> I've, I've been stuck in dung beetle form for far too long. I guess we've all learned a lot about what it means to be a were-species tonight. <laughs> Our grass is always less... Dungy in someone else's yard. Is there a room 
for a where sloth. Just then, the dad sped by the where sloth in his car. Whoa, so fast. Kids, you shouldn't be hanging out by all these were creatures. We need to get home and solve this problem with science. Yeah, Dad, science can solve anything. I believe in science for sure. Well, you don't have to believe in science. It's objective. I, I, I agree with that. True. Yeah. So I don't believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, well, oh, wait a second. Okay, I do. Morshwarf, Lornzy, and their dad got home and rushed up to their mom, who was sitting at her giant telescope. Honey, uh, I think getting rid of the moon might have been a bad idea. It's not the first bad idea you've ever had, Morshwarf's dad. Hey, I have a name. What is it? It's... it's Dad Junior. I know, it was very thoughtful of your dad to name you after himself. Good old Dad Senior. All right, Dad Junior. Fortunately, I know just how to fix this problem. I had an idea, too. I put Lornzy on my shoulders, and she'd reach up and give the moon a hug, maybe. Was that your idea? I mean, it, there's some magical words that go along with that hug. Uh, magical words like, please? It's one of those. Thank you. Uh, keep going. It was very nice of you to have me over. Uh, I know a fancy word. Supercilious. No. Smorgasbord. You're not being fancy enough. You should hold up your pinky finger as you say it. Oh, okay, pinky up, pinky up. We just have to say that we're sorry. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's obvious. All right, kids, climb up on my shoulders. Let's go out and shout it to the moon tops. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Three. We're sorry. Come back, moon. Come Come back, back, moon. Come back, moon. We still think you're stupid, but we want to see you. No, that's not... Marshwarf? This is a genuine apology. I didn't mean that. What Marshwarf meant to say is we're all sorry. We think you're really important. And we really need you to have life on Earth. And then that dark sky suddenly shone a bright, big, full moon. No, I can stop being the were-sloth now. Well, have you kids learned a lesson? Yeah, don't be mean to people. Don't be mean to the moon either. Especially not the moon, because it might end all life on Earth. What we've really learned today is that science can solve all of our problems, and so can apologizing. (laughs) Yeah, I think the world needs a lot more nice scientists, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, like Mom, Mm -hmm. Junior. And maybe... Another were-sloth. It's sad being the only one. Did this were-sloth follow us home? I felt like it was moving really slow. (laughs) I was driving so fast. Maybe it's a magical were-sloth that just teleported to our house. I teleport slowly, so it takes a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And as the kids cracked open their science books, the were-sloth very slowly teleported away. The end. Wow! Lindsay, Marshall, that was so much fun. It It was super fun. It really was fun. (laughs) I just wanted more were-creatures. I could have had twice as many were-creatures. Yeah, the were-ostrich didn't make it. Yeah, for any species you can imagine, there is 
aware species. Aware version of it. Yep. <laughs> Just keep going with it. Aware Drosophilia fruit fly. Aware <laughs> wear pika. <laughs> it's so great to have people who know a lot about science on our show. Because I feel like I learned something. And Lindsay and Marshall, do you want to tell us a little more about Tumble? Sure. We are a science podcast that takes questions from kids and we find scientists to answer them with a story of science discovery. So what that means is that they explain not just what they know, but how they know what they know. And it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Marshall? Marshworth? <laughs> Marshworth? That's what I'm answering to from now on. Yeah. Like, we've done shows about uh, sea stars and how, how they stick onto rocks. Our latest episode that we have out is about pikas, which is like a mountain herbivorous mammal that is extremely cute. Yeah, and we have episodes about black holes. Dinosaur poop. How plants talk to each other, how the brain works. Just a ton of cool science topics on anything that you might be interested in. Really, it makes me want to be a more informed, productive, and socially responsible member of society. (laughs) That's such a nice thing to say. (laughs) Yeah, we're glad that we can inspire you. (laughs) Well, I was glad. I've been looking forward to us being able to team up for ages. So this is super awesome. And I wanted to say thank you to Andrew for your awesome question. And one more last big thanks to Lindsay and Marshall for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so much fun. If you're listening to this show on Monday, their episode on Tumble about what would happen if there were no moon is going to come out on Friday. Lindsay and Marshall, thanks again for coming out. I'll see you next time. See you next time. See you next time. Thanks. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer, Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you budding young astronomers at home who know how lucky we are that there's any life at all on Earth. So I hope you go out and enjoy yours today. Or tomorrow if it's bedtime. Until we meet again, keep wondering.